Welcome back to another exciting episode of Do The Woo, episode number 109. We're back for another fun show, Bob. How you doing over there? I am doing good. I, I think this is springtime. I don't always tell so much by the weather, but my allergies are telling me big time. So so I'm definitely no spring is on its way. Spring is definitely in the air. That's for sure. A lot of allergies going around this past week or so. Uh, but you know what? I'll take it because the warm weather, the sun... Uh, it beats the, the torrential downpour of snow we had the past few months. So um, I'm excited to get into spring, get into summer, and uh, get out in the sun. Yeah. Get away from the computer. Yeah, so maybe we should be telling our listeners to get away from the computer. Yeah. Take us on a walk. We're yeah. on a great podcast, right? Put us in your ear and go for a walk. Enjoy yeah. that song. But <laughs> we got a great show, so let's dive in. First and foremost, we always want to thank our sponsors, uh, our community sponsor, PayPal, of course. With the PayPal Commerce platform, your clients can be rest assured of fraud protection and with seller protection, it helps to avoid chargebacks, reversals, fees, and even customer uh, bleh, customer disputes. So you can find that over at paypal.com slash business slash solutions. As always, we thank PayPal for being a longtime loyal sponsor. And honestly, if you're selling things online, you should be accepting PayPal because everybody has it and it makes it easy. Um, we also want to thank our pod friends this week with uh, up first is WP Activity Log. Helps your clients keep track of team changes in WooCommerce, such as changes in the store settings, coupons, orders, products, and more, which in turn improves team accountability and meeting uh, various compliance requirements. So check that out, WPActivityLog.com. Um, and finally, our pod friend is uh, GoDaddy Pro and their Expand 2021 conference, which is coming up later this month. Uh, it's a free virtual event, April 27th and 28th, that brings the web designer and developer community together to share ideas, experiences, make connections, and support each other. So check that out, events.godaddy.com. And Bob, I was actually checking out Expand 2021, and I saw a couple familiar faces on that speaker list. In fact, a co-host of this show is on that speaker list. Jonathan Wold right. uh, is going to be speaking at that event. And I see Adam Warner over there, a longtime friend of the WordPress space. And it's actually going to be hosted by another longtime friend, Dre Armada. So um, definitely looks to be an event. Uh, you don't want to mess this uh, 100% online, April 27, 28. So that's going to be a good one. Looking forward to that. With that, let's get into a box. We've got an awesome show. We've got a great guest. I'd like to officially welcome her on, Robbie Adair. Welcome to Do the Woo. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking and thank you for having me on uh, the show. And by the way, I'm going to hands down beat you both on the pollen count going on here because we're much hotter than you guys. And let me tell you, I'm living on allergy meds right now. <laughs> and Robbie's down in Texas. So, uh, and of course, I'm up near Philly and Bob's way out in Pacific Northwest. So it is definitely warmer and I'm sure you have a, quite a bit more pollen yeah. uh, uh, than we do. Uh, <laughs> we'll let you win that one. <laughs> uh, but we're excited to have you on the show, Robbie. Uh, we always like to ask our guests when they come on, why don't you give us a little history of, of you know, how you got into WordPress, how you got into open source, ultimately how you um, have gotten into WooCommerce, and we'll kind of take it from there. So how do you do the Woo? All right. Well, uh, so WooCommerce, I will say, oddly enough, my, my first uh, foray into WooCommerce was actually in a Joomla session that I was doing because I was actually showing how to tie databases together between Joomla and WordPress. And I was pulling products from WooCommerce. So I installed it and learned WooCommerce so that I would at least knew what looked like I knew what I was doing. And this was some years ago. <laughs> um, and then since then, we because in my agency side, we build WordPress sites. And so um, we've just gotten to know it much much more intimately um, because it is definitely the solution that we use with our WordPress clients for e-commerce. 
Um, and then also I have OS training and we train WooCommerce. So we have uh, a course for it. Uh, we also have WooCommerce Explained book as well out there that's used in a ton of colleges and schools around the country. That's awesome. And you've been in the agency space for, I mean, you're coming up on 20 years. That's a, uh, to, to be running your own agency. That's uh, an amazing accomplishment. So I know. Well, I mean, you know, that. I started it when I was 12, right? <laughs> we're going to, we're going to go with that anyway, but yes, it is, it is a long time that, that we've had the yeah. agency. As a matter of fact, this will, this will really date me. When we started the agency, it flash five had just come out and we were all excited about flash five video. So, wow. <laughs> now here we are 20 years later and flash was like just retired officially. If I know. Ago, so. <laughs> I know. Well, at least we, we outlive flash. So that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. We'll take that one all day long, but yeah, I mean, yeah. having been in the agency space for, you know, 20 years, let's just say 20 years, let's round up a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. You've obviously seen a lot of trends <laughs> in, oh, yes. the, in the world of web development, web design, functionality, smartphones, tablets certainly didn't exist back in 20, 20, 2012, or I'm sorry, 2002. Mm -hmm. This is how far back we're going, 2002 here. Um, I mean, hell, Twitter and Facebook didn't exist in 2002. They, so they a sure lot has not. changed. I mean, what's like just kind of thinking back across that 20, you know, two decades, you know, of, of having your own agency, are there kind of key points in, that really there's a, a more of a shift in, in the way people are building sites or the way people were, you know, designing? And are there kind of key markers throughout that 20 year history that you can maybe pinpoint? And you're like, that was a major shift in kind of how we're doing things and uh, kind of a neat time to be a part of that. Well, you know, what I find interesting looking at it as a whole is that we kind of ebb and flow is what I'll say. So we will you know, we'll build sites with uh, Dreamweaver HTML, and then we'll say, oh, no, this is the way. Now we need to go to content management. Oh, and then we'll go back to, well, we want content management, but then we want to flatten it back out and make a flat site out of it. And so it's like we, you know, it, it's just like tables versus grid, it's right? <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's, it, we're, tr we're always in the end, trying to accomplish what we started trying to accomplish even 20 years ago, right? Which is having a great presence out there. Obviously now that presence is even bigger because as you said, smartphones came into existence during that time. And, you know, before, I mean, I did have a Motorola flip phone, but I wasn't looking at any websites on there, right? But now, I mean, we spend our day on our smartphones. And so just seeing how it's still the same. We're trying to accomplish the same things. We're just now trying to accomplish it on a lot more platforms, a lot more screen sizes. You know, maybe I want it to show up on Apple TV or Apple store, things like this. And so we're still thinking about getting our message out there, right? It's still getting the message out there for our clients, whether it be they're selling their products and, or whether they're just trying to sell their brand story. We're still trying to get that message out there, which is where we started even 20 years ago, that was the whole point of it. That was the whole point of the websites, right? So that's that's what I see is that it's been 20 years. And yeah, there are a lot of changes. If we want to just talk technology-wise, lots of changes technology-wise. But the ultimate goal is still the same as it was. So one of the things I'm curious about is with your agency, you started in Joomla, then you went to WordPress and you brought in WooCommerce at some point and you got that balancing act and a lot of agencies are using different platforms, which is a good thing because you have a lot of options for your clients. At this point in time, how do you kind of how do you decide, first of all, between Joomla and WordPress and does Joomla play into the e-commerce part 
of the element anymore? Or is it now, hey, we're using WooCommerce quite a bit because it just works out that way? Um, that's an excellent question. And so what I'm going to start with on that is that, um, one, the client may drive that decision. So first of all, we actually have clients who come in asking for certain platforms, right? And so the client may drive that decision. That's kind of a, a more rare, right? That the client actually comes in knowing what they're asking for. Um, but usually the client comes in saying, this is what I want to accomplish. And then they put it on us to figure out what would be the best way to do that. So now with e-commerce being said, um, if they want their e-commerce built in, we almost 100% now go with WordPress and WooCommerce. Um, if they're going to go with a Joomla site, maybe we're building a custom application inside of it with Fabric, in which case um, there could be some little bits of e-commerce tied into that. And, and those are done with special plugins. It's not a shopping cart, as it were, necessarily. Um, and if they need a full-fledged shopping cart, but they need a Joomla site, a lot of times we go with SaaS products for that. Maybe we're using Equa, Shopify, something like that. Um, so we we really have done all kinds of things. I mean, we've done Magento storage, you name it. I mean, we have, we've been across the map with e-commerce. That is true. We've done all kinds of things, even just a simple PayPal buy buttons, right? I mean, so... Um, E-commerce is all across the map, but when they need full-fledged stores and they want to manage it inside of their site, then WooCommerce is the route that we go. Um, as well as even uh, we're building a new site ourselves uh, for OS training, and we'll have WooCommerce in there for the e-commerce section of it, too. And that's so, a... Uh, uh... Oh, go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead, Robbie. Oh, I was just going to say that's a that was a really big question you asked there, Bob. And, <laughs> I know, uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, it's always you know you're always just trying to make the right decision for what the ultimate goal is for the client. And it's a good segue into into the training um, over at OSTraining.com because I know um, one challenge. I've had in the past is when you're working on different platforms and especially from like your customer or client standpoint is the training side of it, right? Like mm -hmm. um, getting the, the users, your client, your user, maybe that's you or maybe it's somebody you're building a site for, um, but getting them comfortable using the platform that you're setting them up with, WooCommerce, WordPress, Joomla or otherwise. Um, and now with OS training, which is under your umbrella, um, it would seem that you have a perfect platform to, uh, help with that training for not only your clients, but really anybody that wants to come over and get some uh, kind of more in-depth uh, virtual learning, if you will, through OS training. Absolutely. So before I started my agency, I worked in corporate America in training. That was what I did. I was I was a training director, you know, I managed instructors, I developed curriculum. This was just, it was what I did. Um, and so when I started the agency, uh, we actually did some custom training for the first I don't know, probably seven years of the agency, we had, it was a big sector, 40%, 50% of our work was actually customized training, but it was all customized. So we would go in, you know, maybe a large corporation wanted us to go in and train their people on how to specifically use their project management tool to do their specific things in it. Or maybe they wanted us to go in and train them on how to update a Joomla site or a WordPress site or you name it, a Drupal site, whatever it might be. They, they would have us come in and train on just those specific things just for their company. Um, and so then I, over the years, I met Steve Burge, who had, uh, at the time it was Joomla training, and then it became OS training. And uh, he asked me to do some classroom training uh, in Houston. And 
It was actually great. I loved it because I had been out of the classroom, as it were, for years running the agency. And I just I loved it. I loved getting back in and, and doing those classes with just, you know, it wasn't just a customer and I'm doing their custom thing. It was a, a, just an open source class, as it were. So it was open source product and just an open class. And I really, really enjoyed it. So then, you know, fast forward years later, when uh, Steve was selling OS training, I was like, I'm absolutely interested in this because it's really my passion. And there's only, you know, me, myself and and my team as an agency, there's only so much we can do out there, right? I mean, there's just so much you can do. And so for us, a broader spread is if we train people how to do things. And, and you know, our on OS training, we have a lot of other agencies that are our members because then they can train their new when they onboard people and they want to, you know, ramp them up on Joomla or WordPress or Drupal or anything, they can just um, get them a membership and OS training and ramp them up very quickly. <clears throat> and then we I have to ask how technical that gets because it's, it's, it's you certainly there's the kind of intro, like why you should mm-hmm. even use WordPress, but then exactly. it, it certainly seems like it digs in the even more technical side of it. Is that does it get pretty technical in some of these training classes? Some of them do, um, you know, we, and we're actually, that's one of our goals in the next couple of years is we're going to add some more intermediate and advanced courses. We definitely have a great, I feel like foundation on the beginner classes. That is really our bread and butter as it were. And that's where a ton of our people who come in, they've either just like they're working a job and they've been handed over a WordPress site and they're like, it's yours now, take care of it. And they're like, oh my gosh, how do I log in? And so coming, you know, we get a lot of those type of users that they're coming in from, I know nothing. I just, I've just heard about this WordPress and you know, what do I do? And so um, we've got a, that beginner foundation, not only beginning, you know, WordPress, let's say, but also just like some fundamentals on HTML and CSS, which we always encourage people to learn no matter what CMS they're going to go into, right? I mean, this is just fundamentals. And then just kind of web development fundamentals too. And so I think we've got a really good base there. Um, Over the years, we've actually gotten some more intermediate to advanced classes is what I would call them. And that's where we really dig in, you know, maybe it, maybe with uh, WooCommerce, the first section of it is probably pretty beginner. But then as we go along, we're going to get more and more advanced. And then we have, um, you know, maybe certain plugins where we really dig in and we show you that entire plugin, all the features of it. And that's where I kind of feel like you get into intermediate and into advanced. Once you're looking at a, a plugin in total, that's what I call advanced because you're really actually digging in and saying, well, what does that button do? And what does this button do? And so that's where we're, uh, heading to is we're trying to add more of those, you know, intermediate to advanced because that's where we're really getting a lot of interest these days. People because they've been with us for years and they've done the beginner and now they're like, oh, that's really cool. What else do you What else do you have? So, yeah, it's 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 neat how it's very complex. Like you have a background in training, obviously, and it's clear you're very passionate about it, which is great. But it's it's neat seeing the. Uh, the way that training actually complements your agency side of the house, right? Like you just mm-hmm. mentioned, you have clients or people come to the door, they were handed a WordPress site. We see that too, like a marketing, you know, associate or director or whatever is like, here's the site, now it's yours, do something with it. And they're like, I I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know? exactly. So like it's very complimentary to what you're doing. And it's also offering, you know, to your point of there's only so many hours in a day. And that's, you know, you look in the agency space, it's like, well, there's only so many hours you have to work on stuff. But having something like that's more of a, uh, you know, a, it's not, I wouldn't say a SaaS, I guess, but more of an online, you know, there's recurring revenue here. So, um, you know, you can make some money when you sleep, which is always a, an amazing thing, in my opinion. So very complimentary to the yeah. agency side of the house, which I think is super, super cool. 
Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, we also have um, not only do we have the video courses, but we have books on there, too. And that's where some people just prefer that they prefer to have a book. And we also sell it on like Amazon. You could if you want a a printed version of it, you can get that, too. And that's where a lot of the colleges, that's what they have are the printed versions that they use in there. Um, And our beginner books also have complimentary video courses. So that way, no matter what type of learner it is, you know, whether they prefer to read a book or whether they prefer to watch a video or maybe they want a combination thereof because they want to take notes while they're watching the the video in the book. Um, I think I feel like we've got a a, a good resource for either direction. And we're uh, with the new website that we're going to launch. We're also going to start doing some webinars that we're real excited about. So it'll be some, some live training um, as live online, live training is what I'll call that webinars too. So that we're going to add into the mix, just, you know, another way to uh, get people to learn because we all learn differently. Hey, Bob WP here. And I'd like to thank our sponsor PayPal with their new commerce platform, that streamlines your client's business with an all-in-one solution. Now, when you add this to your client's shop, their customers can pay with their PayPal account. They can choose pay later options, use credit and debit cards, and country-specific local payment methods. In addition, their subscription plans allow your clients to offer their customers plans with fixed or quantity pricing the ability to set billing cycles for the time period they want, and yes, offer subscriptions with discounted trial periods. Now, as a builder, you want to bring confidence to your clients, and that is important when it comes to the payment gateway. So your clients can be rest assured with fraud protection, seller protection, global compliance standards, and the trusted brand of PayPal that sells in over 200 markets and accepts over 100 currencies. Now you'll want to check this out, so go ahead and head on over to paypal.com forward slash business, learn about their commerce platform, and see how it can benefit your clients and make you look good. So thanks to PayPal for being a community sponsor at Do The Woo. And now back to the conversation. One of the questions I have around the training is I talk to a lot of these WooCommerce builders and they're, they're for the, um, I guess I could say lack of, they're having troubles finding the training they're looking for. And I, I know the challenges that come behind that because I've, I've done it myself. So I'm thinking you're at this crossroads where you're bringing along, let's take, for example, your WooCommerce training where somebody is building yeah, I want to learn more WooCommerce. I want to build. And then they get to that point where, okay, now I'm decided I'm not just building my own site. I'm going to build for clients. So there's this kind of break in the road where, yeah, they can go to the intermediate and advanced and learn and understand the plugins more, or they can also mix in with that actually the development side of it, getting into the code and getting deep into that. With that said, it sounds like you're more your training is more focused on you know not that part of it. I'm just going to make an assumption here, and I may be wrong, but there that seems like it's a challenge because you do have that kind of break where there's people saying, "Hey, I can you know it's great because I get all this training with this stuff, but that development stuff." But then that also getting into that seems like that's a real challenge to actually produce and train 
people on that because of, I mean, everything changes obviously, but mm-hmm. that might even be a little bit more volatile. Right. And, and change is absolutely something that is always challenging in training, particularly technology, right? I mean, we know this. I mean, how many times do you update plugins every month? I mean, goodness gracious. So imagine trying to have a training that's always 100% up to date. You're always going to be a little behind. It's just going to happen. So that's another reason why you're kind of touching at, uh, like for the beginner, you're starting at a high level, right? And breaking, going down with that. Um, because high level wise, there normally aren't until you get major revisions, there aren't big changes, it's more in the details. Uh, When you have a major revision, though, that's when, you know, the whole thing has to be redone from scratch. I mean, the Drupal 8 course that we have, and it's a huge course. I mean, it was 60 something videos for Drupal 8. We just, Drupal 9 came out. So we just redid the to Drupal 9, it had to be done 100% from scratch. And this time it was 80 something videos. It's a huge course, but it had to be done from scratch. And that's a lot of work. I mean, if you think about it, because, you know, just to do the the course, you've got to one plan the project you're going to do, then you've got to break that part project apart into sections as you're going along. So you can provide the necessary resources that they need and stuff. And so, um, you know, same thing. I mean, we're actually with WooCommerce, we're looking at a new revision right now that we're, we're working on too. So, you know, it's always something that's changing though, always. Yeah. <laughs> now, we, we like we updated our WordPress Explain book last year um, and we were able to actually just do a, we called it the 2020 version. So we were able to actually just update, but it meant literally every screenshot in that book was replaced because there were, you know, visual changes. And so that is always a struggle. Now, to the first part of your question there, by the way, which was um, taking that, crossing that line where you go from, I'm a user, maybe I'm a beginner, maybe I'm an intermediate, but I'm a user. Now, crossing that bridge, I want to become, I want to become an agency. I want to become someone who actually develops for a lot of other people. That is definitely different. And that is where we have those different um, focused courses like this is just focused on lifter lms or this is just focused on learn dash you know these are the focus courses and that's where we see when people start wanting to do that they start going into those courses we also try to write blogs um that we put out there those are just public consumption and we try to give tutorials that answer some of those integration questions right like oh i want to use woocommerce with x so we try to do some tutorials where we show those type of integrations that's the other thing too in our new uh seminars we want to do that is one of the things we we want to cover is tying things together right i can learn this i can learn that i can learn this but how do they all work together and that's where i find that's that's where agencies become that's where agencies make their niche and we all is you know this is a huge ecosphere right i mean so we all have our our niches in those. So we may be more, uh, you know, for years we wear Joomla and fabric. We have a real niche in that industry with my agency. And that's just, you know, it's just something that we knew when, and we, we became very good at that. And we knew how to tie it into all different types of things. Just like Brad, I'm sure your agency has a niche too. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure what that niche is, but I'm sure that there's something that you really stand out. (laughs) Wordpress. But even, but even, yeah, but even in the WordPress world, like what do you do yeah. really great in the word? Are you good at membership sites? Are you good at training sites? Are you good at e-commerce sites? There's so many niches that we can we we can be in. It's such a I mean, this is just a vast industry, actually. When you talk about web development, <laughs> that's huge, right? That's a huge topic. 
Yeah, we. I mean, that's a recommendation I know I make. I know a lot of people make is if you're if you're trying to break into the WordPress world or really any kind of you know platform community or space, <laughs> like like going into a niche is definitely going to be a much easier journey than like if I was trying to start an agency today and say we do everything WordPress, that'd be a very tough hill to climb because mm-hmm. it's, so many people use WordPress as generic. Nobody knows me from anybody else. I'm a new company versus coming out and saying we do like WordPress for you know very specific industries. Um, it just makes marketing and talking about it, it just laser focuses everything on what you're doing. And ultimately you can carve out a little nice space, a very profitable space for, mm-hmm. for you and start building from there. So that's great advice. Yeah. What I, so like with OS training, because we do have, like you said, we have like all kinds of things. You want to go in there and learn how to use uh, Drupal and WordPress and Joomla, like watch the basis on all of those, especially if you're new to web development and you're not even sure what you want to do yet. Go in there and watch different things. And you don't have to become a member of OS training. You could do this on, on YouTube, right? Go and look at the different solutions that are out there and pick one and say, this is the one I'm going to now follow down and I'm going to learn. doesn't mean you won't learn the others later on, but if you kind of learn one and you get really good at it, the same fundamental theory applies to all of them, right? A content management system is a content management system. Even if you get into some of the very large corporate content management systems, they're literally still a database and some sort of code that's going to pull back and forth and display HTML in the end, right? I mean, this is a there's fundamentals that you can apply. So I always tell people, you know, kind of look around, think of it as you're a, uh, an undeclared uh, major, look at the ones that, you know, look at different things and then pick a major, go after that major. It doesn't mean they can't minor in all the other things too. And I think the developers, sometimes I've talked to them and they seem to get to a point, especially in the beginning, they think that they're, you know, they've learned the basics of WordPress and then they kind of it's like their mindset is I just got to dive into the back end and, and absorb the code. You know, it's, it's everything kind of, they go that direction. And I think some of them neglect a little bit and not all of them, but I'm going to say that they don't step back and think, okay, if I'm going to start doing membership sites, I should understand a few of these membership sites from the front end and just from the user aspect and then take that next step. And they, sometimes skip that step. Maybe not all of them do. And some of them that are listening may say, no, I didn't do that. But others might be saying, yeah, you know, I never really did that. They go back and do that at some point, which is fine too. But it's it's like a lot of things I, because I'm not a developer, but I look at it as you've got to understand there's, there's other pieces there that you may think you can just make assumptions on and are easy. But you might want to at least go through that stuff and understand it more before you start taking those next steps and getting deeper into the code side of things. Absolutely. I mean, you really hit the nail on the head there when you said that they need to understand from the user's point of view. I I always encourage people, make your client or your grandmother or someone, your mom, whoever, have somebody sit down. Don't tell them what to do on that site. Don't tell them how they're going to get around just watch them, just watch and see where do they click? What, where are they confused? I mean, you can learn so much from that. You just really can. I mean, I know there's all kinds of, you know, you can do heat maps and things like this. There's like, really, there's some diagnostic tools, but there is nothing like just sitting down and watching someone who would just be a regular internet user is what I'll call them and watch them try to navigate around your site that you've built. And that's going to tell you a whole, a world of information. And then you've just got to go back and tweak it until it's easy enough that when someone gets there, I mean, when somebody gets to Amazon now, they have no problem ordering things, right? 
And that's years and years of tweaking to user surveys and, and seeing how people reacted. I mean, I mean, well, they have the money. They're putting people in rooms and monitoring exactly what they did on in the site right every time. So they know how to tweak it. And, and it's just there's just so much you can learn, I feel like, from seeing people try to use websites. And then you can turn around and, yeah, then maybe you can, you know, go, well, it would be better if I move things around this way. Maybe I need to learn some more code to be able to do that, right? I mean, so, it, but you're right. If you just dig in and you learn the code and you just build what you think, a lot of times you're going to have spent a lot of hours doing things that didn't work, so... I love the user testing um, advice. And if for some reason you don't have any friends or family, um, sorry, but there are services you can pay for too. Yes. We'll do that. Um, and they'll literally do what Robbie just described virtually. They'll record the screen. They'll record their, their voices. They're kind of talking out loud and you're watching them interact. And there's some cheaper things like crazy eggs and other service we like on our, on our site for some of our clients that will track um, just from the standpoint of the browser, you can actually see what the user is doing. We've learned some interesting things even on our site where people were trying to click on something they thought was clickable and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just little things like that. But definitely in an e-commerce world, you can learn a lot with, with tools like that. So 100% agree. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one final question is around the training. I know you obviously work with a lot of different platforms, which I always think is super interesting. I'm curious what trends you've seen from that side, right? Like, because I'm definitely in kind of the WordPress bubble, clearly, right? So I know Joomla, I, I know Drupal. I used to build on those platforms years ago, but I haven't touched them in a long time. But I'm curious, obviously, we look at like overall uh, growth usage of WordPress and some of the other platforms, like on a global scale. That doesn't tell me a whole lot, right? Like, I'm curious from your perspective, like, are you seeing more people come in for WordPress? Does it kind of line up with overall market share? Is it is it more evenly split across the different platforms on your side? I'm just curious what kind of metrics or stats you might be seeing um, and what that might be telling us, if anything. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, the first part of your question is, do I see trends across them all, by the way? Um, and, and I do because we go to, you know, a Drupal conference, Joomla conference, WordPress camps, you know, so we're at the different uh, events. And I always think it's interesting to see the communities. Um, and, and so I love seeing the communities. I feel like all the communities have some of the similar pains and, and celebrations amongst themselves though, you know, like, I mean, you become great friends, you know, everybody in the community, there also could become some like spats that happen in amongst the community as we know. Um, and so I see that though, in all the communities, all of them have these, I'll call them growing pains because every year you're growing a little bit. Right. And, and, and so they all have that, um, as far as market share is, I mean, we can all go pull the stats on it. Obviously, WordPress is going to be the leader in those as far as if we're looking at the percentages. That is the truth. Um, and there's no denying that. Uh, and I definitely see that same metric on the training, too, like how much training is viewed for WordPress or Drupal or Joomla. You know, WordPress is is the leader in that. Um, and <clears throat> I mean, they've just done a great job of 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 hitting the right things to become that leader in the space. Even though when it started out, it wasn't a a CMS necessarily. It was a blogging platform, right? And then it became like a mini CMS. And at this point, I I would call it a full CMS, but I mean, it's, it, it, it evolved. They all, the others that you're talking about, they just started as CMSs and WordPress had a lot of evolution. And I think that may be why there's a lot of excitement about it. WordPress also is, 
we know known as being the user friendly, right? I mean, it's just easier if you're going to turn it over to your client to make updates and changes. WordPress is a heck of a lot less intimidating than opening up Drupal and trying to explain to your client how to update a page on Drupal, right? So, so there is, there's that, that I see the other commonality is things like you'll see page builders become something that's across the, you know, it'll be hot in one. So then it becomes hot in the others. I mean, even one of the classes we just did, guess what it was? Gutenberg for Drupal. (laughs) So yeah, there are trends and the trends move between the the platforms and the communities. We see this. Um, So I I think it's really interesting. And I really like that I'm involved in all these different communities. And I like seeing all the different things that happen amongst the communities. I think it's, it's really cool. Um, And then we, you know, I also uh, deal with, have clients that are SaaS products too out there. And so seeing the way that they change their functionality, even to match the way things are happening in the open source CMS worlds. So it, it, there's a lot of trends that do match across all of these communities, whether they're open source communities or whether they're commercial communities. Um, and so I think that's really kind of, it's cool. It's cool to see it from a higher yeah, level cool. view, yeah. you know? Um, and then, I'm sorry, now I've got to remember, what was the second part of your question? I got all excited about the whole trends among the amongst the, platforms. I mean, that was real. I was just curious. It sounds like what you're seeing is what we're seeing. I didn't know if, and I guess what I was, I was curious about is like, if platforms that are less popular than WordPress are actually seeing a, a, a tick up in like training because uh, that there aren't as many resources out there. I'm sure they're just mm-hmm. in the world of, you know, YouTube and media and everything. If you compare, you know, WordPress training versus Joomla and, and Drupal, WordPress is going to blow it out, blow them out of the water just because of how many people are using WordPress and how many people are making content around WordPress. So I didn't know if maybe you saw Drupal and Joomla is actually higher because there is less content out there or not. But it sounds like you're kind mm-hmm. of your 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 uh, clients and, and students um, um, are kind of trending along like market share data as well, where WordPress is clearly yeah. the dominant. Definitely, definitely. But we do obviously still see that we have a lot of Drupal and Joomla people because there are, you're right, there are a lot less places to find that training, a lot less. And a matter Mm -hmm. of fact, I mean, like we have modic training, you know, I mean, we've got some, some really kind of weird off the wall training that other people don't have. And so sometimes literally we have somebody come in just because they want this one certain class, you know, I mean, we're pretty low cost. And so it's worth it to them just to buy the whole membership to get that one class. And then we also, you know, again, trying to get towards that intermediate to advance some of our later, our newest books, um, which we don't have video courses with yet, but we're working on that. But we have like React Explained, Gatsby Explained, uh, JavaScript Explained. And so we've got some, you know, uh, higher end, intermediate to advanced kind of stuff and more Cody, <laughs> that's what I'll call it, Devi. Um, and so that also, we are finding people come in sometimes just because they want the React book. You know, they're like, oh yeah, I need that content. And so we, we're, because we have so much content, we see people coming in from all different spectrums of, of you know, different, different communities and stuff. But obviously the big three are WordPress, Drupal and Joomla. And I will say, actually, Magenta is, does really well every month, too. So it's a good trender as well. Adobe bought them. And so it's it's, it's interesting to see what how um, the community is is changing slightly there. Um, but and we don't know what what's on the horizon for it. But it, it still has a pretty good um, viewership, which I think is interesting. Talking to somebody in training always makes me think back in 2019, 
no, 2009, when I did my first training tutorials, membership type of thing. And then a few later, did it a second time because the first late time around, it really sucked. Second time, realizing that when we were talking about keeping things updated, that it was far better to have other people do this, like OS training, WP 101, everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I totally got out of that part of it. And so it always rest assures me that I made the right decision. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it's a lot of work. That is true. It's a lot of work. And, you know, and there's always that, uh, you know, I mean, we have all of our instructors, they're very good at what they do. They, most of our instructors actually do this as a living. They actually work in agencies or have agencies. Mm -hmm. And so they are doing this. We're not just, we're not just consuming some product to learn it, to be able to regurgitate, um, a course to you. We actually, these instructors do this on a day-to-day basis. And so you're actually, as you're going through, even from a beginner course, you're, you're hearing someone who is probably advanced that knows how to use this, has made money doing this. And so we are really conscious of having our instructors because they do know it. We want to make sure that they do pare it down to the user. But the most important thing is we want them to make the user or I mean, the user doesn't have to actually follow along, but we want them to do that because nothing makes learning more solid than doing, right? And so following along and doing it yourself. Sometimes we'll have our our clients, they'll come in and they'll watch the course and then they'll watch it again, pausing it and doing it. You know, you can see they watched it all the way through and now they're going back through because they want to actually now step-by-step do it with the instructor. And that's what we encourage. Like uh, most of our courses, are designed for you to follow along and do it yourself at the same time. We, you know, we try to set them up for this is what you need to do to get yourself set up at the beginning so that you can follow us along. Yeah. Well, excellent. Want to wrap this up with having, you know, give some people some options. Where can they connect with you? Obviously you have a couple of sites they should connect with you, but also on social. Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm Robbie Adair, and I'm really pretty easy to find on all of those. As a matter of fact, if you Google, it's just like, if you Google Robbie Adair, it's me and some soccer player up in Canada who has my name. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, you name it. I, I'm I'm even in Clubhouse right now, but I, I rarely open it. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm creeping in, in and yeah, out. Let's too. just say that. <laughs> well, I want to just thank our sponsors one more time before we close out here. PayPal, our community sponsor, they have your clients covered with fraud and seller protection, a lot more with their streamlined commerce platform at paypal.com slash business slash solutions. Uh, WP Activity Log, one of our pod friends, allows you to show your clients what you've been working on during development and even maintenance. So check it out at WPActivityLog.com. And lastly, do check out the GoDaddy Expand 2021 Conference. You'll It'll leave you motivated, inspired, and ready to make that next build. April 27th through 28th, events.godaddy.com. And I just, one last little call out here. Uh, Do check out our WooCommerce Builder events. Robbie is on our WooCommerce Roundtable, where we actually have somebody from WooCommerce.com come in once a month, and they get to grill that person and that person gets to grill the panelists in turn. So it's, it's fun. It's uh, you can hear her just um, going at it over there. And I, I'm really glad to have her on board there as well. And yeah, so that's it. Uh, thank you again, Robbie. Really enjoyed having you on. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And it was a blast. 
Yeah, thanks so much. Great show. All right, everybody. Well, till the next time, just keep doing the woo.